Welcome back to the Where the Bear podcast, everyone. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. A special swimming and diving edition here with the institution here of Oakland University. That's right, he is Pete Hovland, the head coach. The Where the Bear podcast, as always, brought to you by the Evans Law Group. Make sure you subscribe. Hit up iTunes, search Golden Grizzlies or Where the Bear. Click subscribe. You're in there. For the non-iPhone users, you can do it on SoundCloud as well or follow the Golden Grizzlies on social media. We tweet those links out as well. But, Coach, uh, good to catch up with you, as always it is. And in some news uh, breaking from your program, and, and we'll get into the – We'll get into the people that swim in the water. Right now we'll focus on the people that dive into the water, and that is Joe Smith. Uh, coach, he just, he just keeps on rolling. Horizon League Diver of the Week set a school record in the one-meter diving competition where he broke his own record for the third time this season against Michigan State. And, you know, Joe is a guy, just continues to improve, keeps breaking school records, and we're going to run out of records to break eventually, right? Yeah, no, we're going to have to put a limit on him or something and uh <laughs> but no larry's done a great job with joe and and uh it's 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 a fun he's fun to watch um both in practice and in meets you know he he's kind of compact but i can't remember in my career when i've seen somebody that that can press the diving board the way he does the height that he gets is is tremendous and so it gives him such a huge advantage because he can he can start that dive and, and get it done so much higher than than his competitors and and uh, he's he's really something. I mean, um, I was kind of surprised there for a while, and, and but now you know nothing surprises me with him. He's just uh, and he's so unassuming. He just goes about his job. He's a 4.0 student. Just just kind of you know goes through life. And if you talk to him, you know you probably can't even get two words out of him. And uh, so, yeah, but uh, he, he gets really zeroed, zeroed in and zoned in, and and uh, he's qualified for zones, NCA zones, and it's one of the tougher zones in the country. But there's 12 spots available, and Larry thinks if he keeps going the way he's going, he's got a good shot. He was close last year uh, to representing our zone at the NCA championships, and this might be the year that we uh, have our second NCA diving qualifier, Tricia Grant being the first. and. And uh, if he keeps going the way he does, he's doing some dives that not very many people in the country can do, uh, really, seriously. And he's, he's got a dive he's working on that the degree of difficulty is just unbelievable. And, and uh, if he throws those at, at uh, Cleveland State at the conference meet, it's, it's going to be really, you know, he's going to distance himself. But he's got some good competi- competition. IUPUI has got some really, really good divers, and they've got that great facility. So uh, he's going to be pushed. Uh, no question about that. Joe Smith named Horizon League Diver of the Week for the fourth time this season. Certainly is an impressive run for Joe. He had two of, of the Golden Grizzlies' 11 first-place finishes against Michigan State, won the three-meter dive as well. So, you know, Coach, as we said, he's he's doing it at a high mm-hmm. level. And, and it's interesting to me, and you talk about Joe's character and, and how he operates and things like that. Have you found throughout your years that – typically the better somebody is at what they do usually the less they have to say i mean it's almost like a lunch pail type they almost expect that of themselves so it's not really as it's, it's mbd as the kids would say you know that's a there's a lot of truth to that neil and and uh, joe's like that he he's got a lot of a lot of quiet confidence and uh he knows what he wants to do and he can go out and execute and most of the time it's it's spot on so yeah you got to tip your cap uh to joe he's not somebody that's you know um 
chest bumping and high fiving and you know all that stuff. You just um, yeah, a lot of respect for Joe and what he does and how he goes about doing it. Uh, Micah DeYoung uh, earned some honors as well from the Horizon League, named the Horizon League Swimmer of the Week for what he did. And, and obviously he had a, a first-place finish in the 1,000 free. That was the 10th fastest time in program history against Michigan State. Also had two fourth-place finishes against the Spartans in the 500 free and the 400 free as well. And, and Coach, you and I were talking about this. That's really an honor that, that could have gone in a bunch of different directions uh, for you guys here this week. But Micah, the one that caught the honor. Yeah, it could have. We had a couple of great performances, of which Micah's was one, and being top 10 in our program, in our history, and the 1,000 freestyles, pretty good. Paul Hook winning the 50 and 100 freestyle, and, and freshman Rudy Aguilar posted some really, really outstanding times in both the 200 freestyle and the 500 freestyle, and winning both of those. And some of his ra races were pretty crowd-pleasing. He came from behind to, to win both. And but I think maybe uh, Mike got some bonus points because, you know, you got to get bonus points for anybody that swims 40 lengths of the pool or races <laughs> 40 lengths of the pool. Um, but, no, very, very well deser deserving. And, you know, Mike was the freshman of the year last year, winning both the 500 and the 1650. And, and our league's a little bit more competitive in his events as well this year. So it's nice to see him at a big meet like that. Um, step up and perform the way he did because uh, again I was joking but you know to, to swim a thousand free or the 1650 like we're doing this weekend that, that's no joke that's tough <laughs> that's tough to do and and he's he's tough so um but yeah kudos to him kudos to Joe and and again not to not to overlook the performance I, I thought Paul Hook's performance is it against a quality uh, opponent like Michigan State in their pool um, is is uh, really says a lot for him, and he's really starting to come into his own. Even though you know, even though he's a junior, I think race-wise and um, confidence-wise, he's starting to come into his own. And and Rudy, uh, you know, Division three, I think state um, um, Division three swimmer of the year last year out of uh, Notre Dame Prep. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence, and he he's, he's he's pretty good. He's one of the best ones coming out of the state of Michigan last year, and. We're glad we got him because he's got a real high ceiling and really a bright future. So those guys kind of stir our drink, and, and it was nice to see them all performing, all, all four of those guys. Swimming and diving, Coach Pete Hovland joining mm -hmm. us here on the Wear the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Group. And remember, attorneys who have the ability to align excellent legal knowledge with sharp business savvy provide real value to their clients. Dedicated to assisting businesses with their employment and labor law issues, the Evans Law Group provides real value to their clients. Perhaps this is why U.S. News and World Report recognizes the Evans Law Group as one of the best law firms in the United States and for the ninth straight year has recognized its founder, Cameron Evans, as one of the top lawyers in America in the field of employment law. To learn more, visit them on the web at www.evanslawgrp.com. Pete Hovlin again joining us here on the Wear the Bear podcast. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And Pete, a special, special day, really, for your program. Every single year it is Cleveland State in town on Saturday at 1 p.m. It'll be senior day a day and you've you've got quite a few of these under your belt but i imagine they all pretty much feel the same and that there's a lot of emotion uh, bring everybody up to speed with what you got planned people that want to make their way out here to oakland to take in those festivities yeah thanks for recognizing that neil it is our last uh, dual meet of the year last meet here in our pool last opportunity to see the kids swim before they go to the horizon league championships over in cleveland uh, the end of february um, it is a big weekend, uh, parents coming in from all over the country uh, to be with their kids. And we will recognize five men and five women uh, that meant a lot to our program. 
uh, these past three and a half years, so it's going to be kind of bittersweet. A good opponent in Cleveland State. Uh, heard they're coming in a night early, so um, you know, for us, normally it's, it's usually a over and back same day kind of thing, and and we're just kind of road, road warriors. But when a team makes takes the time and you know comes in and checks in the night before and comes over the pool and loosens up, uh, it means the, it's a big deal. Coach. It means it's a big deal. <laughs> right. So. Um, the day that in and of itself coming off the Michigan State contest last week, it's, 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 it's a good seven, eight day period for us, uh, really get us primed and ready to go for the conference championships. But we swim well in our pool and we swim really well when all of our parents and alums and family and friends are in town and, and parents, uh, will be there, um, in the morning, we uh, we'll, we'll meet over at the dorms and we do our annual Grizz Walk. We'll leave from Vandenberg Cafeteria at about 11:20, and our parents are going to be out in the parking lot, rain or shine, uh, rain, snow or shine. <laughs> um, in the More mor- snow than anything else, as of late. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. In, in the morning, and and they're going to be doing some tailgating uh, out back, and uh, they'll they'll meet us uh, just at the front entrance of the student athletes, uh, um, and Grizz is going to be there. Um, so. Uh, anybody that's got young kids, you know, the Grizz is going to be out there uh, greeting the swimmers as as they come, and the Grizz will be at the pool for the first couple of hours, or first uh, couple of events of the meet, and and then, uh, you know, before the meet starts at 12:45, we'll we'll have a, a ceremony where we'll have a chance to uh, honor our our 10 seniors and and send them off in a positive way and give them their due, and and this is a talented group and. You know, there'll be some tears shed, and and, uh, it'll be a pretty emotional moment for everybody. But uh, uh, we'll just add 10 more to that list, uh, um, and uh, we'll count on those 10 to kind of carry it from that into the contest against uh, Cleveland State. And and, uh, so it should be a good day. I'm really looking forward to it. It's it's the alumni weekend, and and this is is usually one of my favorite uh, times of the year. And so it'll be a great celebration on Saturday. Pete Hovland joining me here, the swimming and diving coach here at Oakland on the Wear the Bear podcast. And, Coach, uh, we're here in the Wear the Bear podcast studios, and, and a few minutes ago I wrapped up a, a recording session with women's basketball coach Jeff Tungate. And, and conversation turned to you and your team. And, and, and look, everyone knows the track record, and everybody knows the success and everything like that. But he, he brought up an interesting point and something to me that I wanted to pick your brain on because – as you go through the annals of what your program has done, and, and it really is remarkable, and, and we have talked about it in the past, I really believe, and, and Jeff and I talked about this, at some point the pressure, the, 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 the lot of the bulk of the pressure shifts, not, not from you guys in a coaching staff because your record is what it is, but when you're this class of, of athletes that you have, student athletes that, that come through here, a lot of it based on that tradition and, and the winning history that you guys have had. A lot of that pressure maybe bounces to them, and, and they don't want to be the class that certainly uh, stopped the streak or the, the one class that, that didn't win the, that didn't win the uh, conference or league titles. Right. It's a ton of pressure for your athletes to deal with in that respect, maybe more than, than pu- people might even realize. As a coaching staff, as a program, what are some of the things you do to, to help with that? Yeah, you know, I worry about it. 
you know, I think I've shared with you that it's not something as a staff we really talk about. Sure. Um, we do talk to them when they start to set their goals for the year. You know, that's the first thing that comes up is winning a conference championship. I think it's everybody's goal within the athletic department, student athletes, coaches, administration, everybody support staff is is to is to win. And uh, we certainly uh, have been fortunate over the years to do that. But yeah, as as the as the years have gone by, you know. I, you know, there are moments when I'm by myself or whatever, I start to think about that a little bit and I try to get inside their head and I'm wondering what they're thinking and they don't really talk about it openly or outwardly. So it, it's, it's not something that is discussed or that they talk to me about, but I wonder about that. You know, I, I, I can imagine that that pressure is there. And if there ever was a year, it, it might be this year just because we graduated 18, 19 people last year. I mean, that's unbelievable. And those 18 or 19 people, I think 9 and 9 or 9 and 10 uh, on the men and women's side, I mean, those are some of the most talented swimmers and divers we've had in in our program over the years, and that says a lot. And so there's no way we were going to replace them. And, um, you know, so a typical year is bringing in six or seven men and six or seven women. And so to say goodbye to 10 and knowing you're only bringing in six or seven, there's a void there. Sure. And um, so, um, and the other teams are, aren't sitting around just, you know, waiting for us to fall apart. You know, right. they're, they're coming after us each and every year. And there's a lot of young coaches in our league now and, and, and they're making their stand and, and they're doing their job and they're working very, very, very hard uh, at recruiting and, They've set us, they've certainly set their sights on us. We've got bullseyes on us every time we swim against, no matter who we swim against. So, um, but uh, um, I, I think the our leadership council and, and, and the seniors try to keep it in perspective and try to help the younger ones. And, and uh, like, you know, we, the thing I do talk about is, look, just, just try to focus on yourself. Be the best you can be. And I'm pretty confident that if each and every one of our athletes that's competing at the conference championship does that, we'll be fine, you know, because I think we, we have more talent and uh, I think they're going to be better prepared. And I think they've got history and a culture and, you know, traditions on their side and, and they've been there and they've done it, you know, and that's tough for another team until you actually knock that person off. You know, I mean, as the Jacksonville Jaguars. There you go, there you go. <laughs> you know, that's exactly it. You get to that game, and then until you can actually break through, you know, you don't know what it's really all about. So I think we have some advantages, and and we'll certainly, you know, try to emphasize those and highlight those. But uh, again, you 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 got to wonder, you know, what's going on in their minds, and you know, and how they're going to handle it. This is probably on the men's side, uh, going to probably be one of the closest championships in recent memory. And we haven't been pushed like that. So it's an added element um, that they're going to have to figure out a way to deal with it. And I think they will. I mean, you know, meet against Michigan State certainly helps. Having Cleveland State coming in here on the end of the year, you know, and the way we prepare all season long and the people that we compete against get us to that point. So I think, you know, when it's over, said, and done, we'll, we'll be okay. And I'll know at the end that the kids at least gave it their best, whatever happens. And, I, and you have to be happy with that. Well, Coach, uh, I'm happy with, with the time that I get to spend with you. Certainly no question about that. Next time we reconvene, we'll talk about the Horizon League Championships in Cleveland. Fair? Sounds great. All right, Coach, certainly do appreciate you carving out your time. Thanks to everyone for listening as well. You've been listening to the Where the Bear podcast brought to you by the Evans Law Group. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. Well, see you later.